Hey everybody, it's Tara Bryan and you are listening to Course Building Secrets Podcast. Whether you're a coach or a CEO, the success of your team and clients is based on your ability to deliver a consistent experience and guide them on the fastest path to results. This podcast will give you practical, real-life tips that you can use today to build your online experiences that get results and create raving fans. Why? So you can monetize your expertise and serve more people without adding more time or team to your business. If you're looking to uncover your million-dollar framework, package it and use it to scale, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Course Building Secrets podcast. I am so happy to introduce you today to business coach Steve Feld, and he is going to give us some awesome tips around how to build your business, how to think about um, what you do. And um, so welcome, Steve. We're so happy to have you here today. Why don't you kick us off by telling us a little bit about your story, who you are, how you got to where you are today, um, and um, and just kick us off. Great. Well, I'm BizCut Steve Feld, business marketing strategist. I actually have a podcast as well. I'm professional speaker, author of seven books, and I am a coffee enthusiast. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I even have my own brand of coffee. You do? That's super interesting. Okay, we're going to dive That's into- how serious I am. We're going to dive into all of those things. Of course, I could talk about coffee all day long. So we'll save that. We'll um, save because that. I'm sure there's a story there um, that you're going to tell us in a little bit. So, so all right. So t- break down sort of your story in terms of how you got started, where you are today. You've said you've written seven books. Like, how did that happen? Yeah, well, I've owned and operated seven businesses. Well, still own the seventh, okay. six and seven. And I've also turned around three other companies and worked with hundreds and hundreds of business owners. And how it all started is I, this is going way back, just a few years, is I got hired to start up a new company with some people from other companies who knew me from the industry and I said, you know what, I'm going to give it a shot. And they said, well, we're going to have you and this other guy create this whole department. It has to be from scratch. And I'm like, oh, that's totally my jam. I love that stuff. So I was employee number five. Ten years later, over 5,000 employees. Oh, wow. That's cool. We actually ended up getting bought out by, a divi- by Warner Brothers. So we became a division of Warner Brothers. So I was traveling around with musical acts. And then one time I was like, you know, there's got to be a better way to do things. And I started really putting my head to it because I have a long, a long time to think. And I started working on process improvement, change management techniques, and was getting my MBA at the same time. So it was all coming together. And I put these practices into the business and we started saving within six months a million dollars. And they're like, wow, what, what else can you do? And then... (laughs) what else you got for us (laughs) well the venues that we were playing at also heard about it and saw it and they go hey wait a minute you need to talk to the gm of the facility we need to work on it for the building Mm -hmm. so when i had a day off or a week off i was actually doing consulting process improvement and change management and finally i got tired of traveling around the world i know it sounds horrible but it's work and i just opened up my first company i actually started writing business plans which went into marketing plans, operational plans, then into coaching because my clientele were all startup techies. 
Mm-hmm. So they didn't know how to speak business. And at the time, looking for venture capital money, they were only business people on those. So I had to teach them how to speak business. And well, we all know what happened to the tech bubble in 2000. It popped. So did my business. So three days later, started my business, second business. <laughs> That's amazing. So, okay. So you're a little bit of a serial entrepreneur, right? That's yeah. what I'm, I'm gathering. But the biggest thing is, is that you sort of, you were in a role and found a need. So you went after trying to fix that need. So some, some part of you is naturally thinks about process and systems and how to, how to maximize things, which is yeah. amazing. So, so, so often when people are getting started building a business or packaging their expertise, they sort of like get sort of stuck in maybe either what they were doing or, well, how do I turn this into a business? Can you help, help somebody who's maybe in that place right now where they're like, well, I'm really good at what I do, but I, can I turn that into a business? Like what kind of tips do you have for somebody who's, who's in that place? Maybe remember what it was like to, to make that transition. Well, it's funny. Cause I teach a workshop called ABCs of starting a business and I've mm-hmm. done it for six years, two to three times a month. So what you're saying is I hear that all the time. Yeah. And people are so worried about their business card, their logo, a website when they should be looking at, is my idea viable? Mm-hmm. Is there a market? What are the, who is my target market? They don't even have that identified. Mm-hmm. What are their problems and how am I going to s- solve those problems? That's what they should be focusing on. Not all that mucky muck, you know, money j- burning stuff. Mm-hmm. Focus mm-hmm. on your, your true business because it's about sales. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and it's really about finding your voice, right? Like, how do you even articulate what you want to do to help these people right. and be able to to build it that way? So, yeah, I hundred percent agree because that's the that's the biggest shift is is that perception that you have to start with all the things um, when you really just have to go out and solve that problem. Like, sounds like well, that's what you started to do, and then people recognized it, and then they came to you, and then it started to snowball from there. Yeah, I didn't um, have a business card, right? People are going, hey, you're like, here, let me just write like, my name on this post-it yeah. note. <laughs> I didn't have a website or any of that. And I said, okay, you're, you do this, right? Yes. Is you, are your problems? And I would say three. And they always go like, how did you read my mind? Mm-hmm. I do X, Y, Z. I solve those problems. And it was like, they're like, do you have a contract? I didn't even have a contract. Right. right. Yeah. You're like, yes, I do. Let me go make one. Yeah. I'm scrabbling <laughs> on a piece of paper, but. Because I focused on, but, but that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, you can get pretty far just by showing up and serving, and then when you want to grow and scale it, then, then that's when you put everything in place right. so people can find you. You know who you maybe don't know or don't have an association with yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, so I want to dive in a little bit to. Um, you said you've done workshops. You've said you've you've um, created books, and and you've obviously been doing coaching and consulting. So did you at one point have sort of that one-on-one model and then you transformed to coaching maybe groups or more people or moving what you were doing from, you know, in-person to online? Talk to me a little bit about that and what that transition looked like for you. Yeah, one of my businesses was pure consulting, doing change management process improvement. And I woke up one day going, I have two clients and I can't breathe. I'm working 60 hours a week. And then I, it was like, okay, think, think, think. I can't scale. I didn't build a scalable business. Yeah. 
and I got to, that's got to end. So I shut that down because that was a, a nice open up a whole different model. I started doing one-on-one and then I was speaking on stage one day and 31 people wanted to hire me as a one-on-one coach. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's do the math of how that let's would do work. the math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't do it folks. Uh, good luck. Maybe yeah. if you're doing 15 minute segments, but then I started realizing I got to change and I got to shift in some models. So I brought in group coaching. So I have some automated stuff as well as live. I still do one-on-one mastermind groups. And I also even have an automated program. So for startups, do-it-yourselfers, I got this kind of, I got something for them as well. And I also have coaches underneath me. So now the scaling is great. I have programs that are all online. So someone could sign up, go through a all online program on their time. And it was just, you got to focus on one thing at a time. If you try to do it all at once, you're going to just. Yeah. Your mind just explodes. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then instead of helping your clients, you're just sitting in your office going, Oh yeah. What do I you're do? not helping anyone, including yourself. You're actually hurting everyone. Yeah. So if you just focus on like, if you start off one-on-one, and then slowly transition into like groups, slowly transition to online courses, slowly transition to writing that book. And everyone goes, well, I, they, everyone has a book in them. Folks, I'm telling you, you can knock out a book in 30 days. Mm-hmm. You really can. And it will not take you that long. So if, if you get it out there, become that expert in your field. And a book is a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's a great lead gen magnet book. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, and I think that one of the, I think you're, first of all, you're totally right. Like start with one thing. Don't try and do all the things. If you're going to get overwhelmed, then you're going to do nothing because you're so overwhelmed with everything. And and don't you think that as long as you don't recreate the wheel every single time, um, you, you start to gain momentum when you start packaging things and you're like, okay, I have this. Now I can focus on this. And you go through and, and it starts to snowball just naturally because you're fulfilling those needs of the people that you're working with. Um, One thing that I always get, people really struggle when they're moving from helping people one-on-one to moving to a group. How did you position that for your people? Because so often it's like, well, I can't, I can't move into a group because they only want me one-on-one. Like that's what they're paying for. So, so, and I obviously have an answer to that, but I'd love to hear from you. Like, how did, how do you position that to make it even a better experience. Yeah. There are some people who, yeah, one-on-one is the only way they're going to go. Great. Keep that capped. Mm-hmm. So whatever your num- magic number is, I hear 10 to 15 for most coaches. That's a magic number. You think 10, 15, one-on-one. That's not a lot. Do the math on your calendar. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been there. 15 was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, because yeah. more goes into it. Group for other people maybe they want think of it like a an advisory a non-paid advisory board Mm -hmm. with other people with like-minded goals so we're all from different industries different backgrounds different knowledge but we're sharing knowledge and I always learn something in the group and I'm the facilitator and it's just like wow that's a great perspective on something I've been doing or they've been doing and I'm writing it down going, I got to check this out. Yeah. That was a fantastic idea. So the group's going to generate more ideas, more resources. You're networking. 
And then I always throw an accountability piece in group coaching, which everyone in there goes, that's like the mat, they call it the magic three minutes. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. your three minutes are, here was my goals last week. Here's what I did. If you didn't do them, you got to say why and how you're fixing it. And here's my goals for next week. Three minutes tops and no one goes three minutes. Right, right. And they said, that's powerful. By saying it out loud, it changes the person. Mm-hmm. saying it out loud and then saying it around other people oh, like your yeah. advisory panel that makes a huge difference because other people are going to hold you accountable and they're going to they say will. like you didn't do like you've done nothing <laughs> for- i am i've been in a i call it a hardcore accountability group and it's six of us it's fast and furious and if you said well i didn't get to this but they wait till you're done talking but if I, well, I'm going to have to move this to next week. If you don't say why, why I got COVID. Okay. Everyone will give you the pass, but I got busy that it, everyone will jump on you all day because that is a lame excuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So one-on-one and group, tell me about kind of your online programs and how do you keep people engaged? How do you keep people interested and in kind of finishing what you're doing, and then ultimately ascending to your your other offers that you have. Absolutely. Yeah, the online, so it drips on them every week with this many things to work on. Nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. And it just one piece in their business. So they're always learning and engaged. And it's short, less than 10-minute videos, sometimes with a worksheet. If they spend about two hours total watching it and engaging and implementing it, their business will usually double to triple in six months. And I've had success stories. I got one person who's been in the online automated program for three years. So they came to me doing 10,000 a year. Now they're doing over 400,000 a year. And I keep saying, you know, when are you going to go to one-on-one? And they're like, this keeps, uh, it's part of my habit. It's my ritual. Mm-hmm. It's become so ingrained. And so she sees the same material every year, but she goes, I'm in a different business than I was a year ago. Yeah. So it's a different scenario altogether. Yeah. So I love that because that's not, that's a perspective that we don't usually think about is that, so not only is she able to take it on demand on her schedule when she wants it, like maybe she does it in her morning routine or sometime during her day, she can plan it and it's something she can access anytime. But I love that you just said that, that like, it's something that somebody can layer as they continue to grow in their business, that it's not just a one and one and done. It's not just a oh, well, I'm only getting, you know, this, this small amount of value, I need to go to the next level, that sometimes it's, it's something that just becomes part of, of something that they're using to run their business. That's it. I mean, we also have an ad library in it, we have resources, other training. So it's just not like the weekly one email, they can go into our e-learning academy, and download, like, email copy. And just make their changes. Well, that's going to save them. Oh my God, how many hours and hours? I did a whole drip campaign by going into my own e-learning academy. <laughs> hold seven emails because they're crafted by good copywriters with the right language. And I put them in a sequence. And I realized it was 45 minutes to build a whole drip with right. better copy than I could write. If I did it by myself, that'd take two, three weeks. Easy. <laughs> right, right. I love that. Cause I do that too. I'm like, Oh, I have a template for this that I built yeah. for other people. I could just actually use that for my own stuff. I love that. Cause a lot of times we don't think about that, right? We don't. Think, 
We're like, well, we have our own resources that we could be using. And I'm like, oh, I should, I should go out and find somebody's email copy. And then I'm like, wait, I have all these templates that I've created for people. That's awesome. So tell me about your academy. Is it, um, do you, what tool do you use to launch it? Uh, it's, I just call it e-learning academy. Where does it live? Does it, are you using a specific oh. tool? No, I mean, I just log in. So it's all web-based. So if you have internet access, you can go in there. And everything is downloadable. It, I try to make it as easy as possible. And we always are updating the material as well. I mean, I just went through it with one of my coaches and I said, have you ever done sales training? They're like, no, I need help. And I showed him in the e-learning academy. It's like, look, watch these videos. And he goes, why is this person's name so familiar? And it's like, well, if you look in all, why don't you Google him? And he Googled him and he comes back. Uh, he's listed as the number three sales trainer in the U.S. Yeah. yeah, that's where you're getting your training from. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm curious, um, because this is something that I hear a lot. So in, um, typically in our space, uh, people call the, the sort of automated courses or even um, hybrid courses, online courses. And you are using the term e-learning, which is what we use in the industry to describe um, more interactive training. So so tell me, like, how did how do you land on e-learning? Like, what what is the difference that you see between e-learning and online courses? Yeah, online course, it kind of gets fed to you. Here it is. It's kind of coming down the mountaintop. Whereas an e-learning course, it's like, okay, great. I just watched that video that just was fed to me. But now that was a good appetizer. I want more. Now you can go into the e-learning academy it has categories. So if you were looking at leads, conversions, pricing, strategy, uh, it has sections. And it, I always say you're like going down the rabbit hole because you're going to find what you're looking for eventually. So even like one thing was like someone goes, hey, I need to get a market dominating position. Great. What industry? In? Let's go in the e-learning academy because I have hundreds of industries segmented out. Let's go to that industry. And then we'll go down the rabbit hole. Now, look, we have a whole page of market dominating positions. Find one, create your own, download, whatever. Mm -hmm. So now we're getting that educational side to it mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And I've had people create their whole ad copy because we have an ad library in there. And then someone showed me their ad. And I'm like, that looks really familiar. And they're <laughs> like, what do you mean? I downloaded it. I gave it to my graphic designer and put my stuff on it. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Very cool. All right. So um, one thing I ask all of my guests is what's one tool, um, resource, book, whatever that you recommend that's helped you along your journey? Oh, wow. I'm always reading books. One, uh, there's a lot of books that have definitely changed the path of my book, my course, but at the beginning, definitely, I always recommend anyone starting off, you must read Edna. Mm -hmm. read e-myth and e-myth revised you that's a must it's an easy read that's going to get your head are you really going to are you an entrepreneur mm -hmm. you really have to understand that and then as you start looking at people i would say get on the bus you know there's that book it's like do you have the right people on your bus and when i read that i actually went back and i'm gonna say cleansed my personnel <laughs> Right. And got the right people on the bus. Right. My business took off right after that. Just that move, which yeah. was hard. And then uh, good to good to great. Yeah, that's a that's a must as well. 
change or die. I was running someone else's business at the time. They said, read this book. I read it on a at a convention. I read it three times. By the time I came back, I had a, I went to the board. Hey, we're going to make these things to change or die. And they said, whatever you want to do. And I told them and their jaws were on the ground. They're like, uh, go ahead. I went and we had 720 employees. I went and laid off over 150 employees, redesigned all the departments, all within 30 days. The business took off the 30 days after that. Wow, that's and amazing. The board was like, that was like change or die. Right, right. Okay, well, that sounds like a good one. So uh, just out of curiosity, when you had to sort of shift your um, team, what was the one thing that was um, holding you back in terms of growth with, with your prior team? I just didn't have the right people in the right positions. And I, me, wasn't being the right leader. Mm-hmm. And that's where I ended up getting help, getting a coach. And they're like, well, do you have the right people in place? And I started looking at it and like, yeah, I hired this person to do this, but they're not. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's your fault because you hired that person. So you're the problem, not them. Right. So it's like, well, we can try to correct them, see if that's this is the position. And we did all those things to keep them because I'm not that ruthless. But it was like, I had to change, learn more about leadership style, communication, delegation, which kills most of the businesses. Stop micromanaging people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and once that happened, then that's when it's like moving forward. I hired the right people by having a better ad, a better onboarding process, a better hiring process, tighter. And next thing you know, only the best of the best were, they, they were banging on the door to work for me. Mm. instead of me like oh I need a warm body to fill this position it was never that after that right Mm, that's so that's so smart I think when you first get started you're doing all the things and washing the dishes right like you're doing all the things and then you hire people and you're still doing all the things but you're having them help you and then at some point of growth you have to pivot and realize that you have to step into a leadership role and not a doer role anymore and so moving forward so that's awesome so that um you said that was good to great was the book that helped that yeah or E-Myth? Uh, yeah e-myth is great because that's going to get you the three levels so are you the entrepreneur the manager or the technician right as new business owners you're always the technician because yeah you can build a better mousetrap you have to get move yourself into the entrepreneurial role mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah very smart awesome well i love those resources so what do you think like your biggest sort of actionable tip like bring it into something that's super tactical for our audience like what do you think is you know sort of your number one thing that you would recommend to people who are trying to move from one-on-one to one-to-many or trying to grow and scale like what is what's the one thing that you want to share with um, my audience around that Uh, being that I've been there (laughs) uh, and I finally took some other coaches advices and it was to get help because what we think how we can move from one-on-one to group it's up here but when you start saying it from here and your heart it's like whoa that that's not gonna fly and then what kind of value are you giving to the people now because it's different so in one-on-one it's very interactive and resources and everything well, why can't you do that in group, but it's on a bigger scale? Instead of being about you helping them, it's about 
everyone helping and getting an outside perspective really did help me develop my group programs going, wait a minute, here, use the power of the group. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's someone smarter than us out there and they're probably in our group. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, and that's what I think that I've been hearing from you during this time is how you have gone out and asked for help. You have hired coaches, you have looked at, okay, so here's, I'm very good at what I do, but there's another perspective that somebody could help me take it to the next level or look at something a little bit differently. So I love that approach because I think so often, especially when people are getting started, they feel like they have to do it all themselves. And yeah, I agree. I mean, if Michael Jordan had over 20 coaches and he's the greatest basketball player ever, come on. he knew something. And he even said, like, I can only see me. They see things in me I can't see. And they push me to be better. Mm-hmm. And without them, I don't know what better is. Right. Right. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. I always say you can't see um, you can't see the label if you're inside the bottle. Right. Like <laughs> we can only see what we can see. But there are all these other sort of parts and pieces of, uh, of ourselves or how we bring value to the world that if somebody else can, can just sort of shine light on that, sometimes it helps you just go to that next level. So, so much faster. So I love that, Steve, that's super powerful is, is that message of, of really, you know, be scrappy, be, you know, like get in and do the things and help people and get help yourself. So you can continue to grow and move forward. Yeah, we all buy our own brand of BS. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So yes, that's another good reason is they help you help you keep it real, right? They do. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But I mean, in the same sense, you wouldn't think about writing a book and putting it out there without having an editor or somebody who's who's going to look at it um, critically. And so often we just don't think that way when we're putting out our programs or we're, we're, um, you know, going out to market is it's that same thing of like, Hey, can you look at this and make sure that, that it is providing the value. It's saying what I want it to say and and looking at that. So, yep, that's super powerful. Awesome. So where can my audience learn more about you and, um, and find all these great programs and books and all these things that you've been talking about today? Yeah, I have my website. Well, Biz Coach Steve, B-I-Z, Coach Steve. And then um, for all the resources, you can just put a forward slash and about. And it has everything about me. Awesome. Very cool. We will put that in the show notes. Steve, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It was a pleasure to talk to you and learn more about what you do and how you do it. All right, everybody. So go out and check out Steve's, all Steve's information. And um, we will see you on the next episode. Hey everybody, just wanted to jump on at the end of this episode to let you know about a special event that we are hosting in August. It's August 1st through the 5th. It's called Gamify My Course Camp. Not only are we having a camp theme, meaning you're going to be doing tug of war and an obstacle course, a scavenger hunt, all sorts of things, but we're really going to spend some time focused on your course, adding participation and ways to engage your learners in your course so they finish. Because I don't know about you, but so often people come to me and the biggest challenge that they have is that people aren't staying. They're not finishing their courses. They're not ascending to their new offers. It's almost like 
they're bringing them in and they have a leaky bucket because they're going right back out. So if that is you, if you are interested in taking your online course or program to the next level, please come and join us. It'll be again, August 1st through the 5th, Gamify My Course Camp. You can find that at taraelbryan.com forward slash Gamify. Hope to see you there. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. The best thing you can do is to take action on an idea or tip that resonated with you. To help you take action, I have a free gift for you that you can download in the show notes. During each episode, we publish an action plan worksheet and other helpful takeaways from our speakers in the Course Building Secrets Creators Lab. To register for free, click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy. Hey, everybody, wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five-day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp. Other people get to go to camp. So I think over the summer, we should all go to camp as well. All right. So we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 2023 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us. In the show notes, there should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.